Hello everyone out there, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I really appreciate everyone tuning in for another episode of our Tearing Up the News. Um, this is episode 20 of this series, so that's pretty awesome. Really hope you guys enjoy this one. It is one of our most liked ones, I do notice, uh, just via the numbers. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to definitely talk about before the end of the year. Um, stuff we definitely can't even cover, just based on the amount of, you know... I'm not a fucking multi-million dollar media company. I can't um, sadly talk about everything I want to talk about to the length I want to talk about it. So I try and do it in a way that I can explain to the best of my ability. And also a way that it's enjoyable, entertaining, and also informative to everyone out there. Um, Obviously, check your own sources. Check whatever you need to to believe what you need to. Um, But always try and find the truth in life, especially, uh, you know, when it's maybe a truth you don't want to hear because to think you have to risk being offensive. Jordan B. Peterson said that a guy I, you know, won't say I idolize or anything, but I do respect um, and just getting into, you know, why the series is important to me uh, real fast is I just I believe that. You know, we don't have a lot of, like, authentic, real-world coverage anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everything is put on, like, through a lens. And, you know, regular people that are just trying to get by don't really know the difference anymore from looking down on their Instagram reel than looking up. They're oversaturated, overstimulated. It's one of those things where you kind of start to live in a farce and... You know, it's not something you want to become. Uh, and, you know, maybe teach their own, maybe it is, but it's not uh, It's not a life of fulfillment. I can safely say that. We all have a mini computer in our pockets now. Learn when to unplug and go meditate. Rely on friendships and family. Go sit down at the dinner table and play some games. Pour up a little drink. You know, live life in the moment, not on your phone where things are so digitized now that, you know, in the hotel business, they have the keys for the doors on the phones now. So I can't wait to see that be exploited or used uh, in a in a cynical or sinister type way if it hasn't been already. Um, it's just try and resort to tradition. You know, we are humans we aren't robots. Don't act like one. You don't need to be one all the time. You can feel, you can go out and close your eyes, feel the breeze and pretend to fly. And it's not all that serious, in my opinion. Um, obviously, <laughs> people will say, oh, you're fucking lazy. No, I just sometimes, you know, after a shift or, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you go outside and get a good breath of fresh air for the first time of the day. Or maybe, like I said, after a workout or your shift at work and you're just exhausted or you're just getting up and you just take a nice breath of fresh air, close your eyes, stretch. And I don't know, there's something so free about that. It's it's very, it's very nice to have that a part of uh, a routine if you don't already. But getting into some of the things I did want to talk about into this episode, excuse my little uh, uh, trail off there, if you will, 
you pretty much can just call this the inner thoughts of 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 Trevor, if you will, this series. It's my in, my intrusive thoughts pretty much win when I you know kind of jot down what I want to talk about with this uh, episode. You know, I try and make this a little bit of a prevalent series because not only do I enjoy doing it, but I think it's also kind of just you know it's a free filtered conversation, and you know we do a lot of sports coverage more than anything. You know, second. We do movies and then probably music, but th- this is this one-off thing, and I I think it's unique to the show, and I I, I like to to continue to grow it and getting into some of the really important topics of discussion for today. Uh, these notes have been jotted down for the past week before Christmas till now, which today is the twenty-eighth. I think I'll probably release this episode on the twenty-eighth. I might do it on the 29th, depending on. Uh, what it's looking like, because I do have a couple more episodes to record. So if I have a lot lined up, you'll probably hear this on the day of I'm talking about all this. But um, as far as some of these headlines and topics, they are a few days old, and some are new. But uh, getting into Iceland, they've been having seismic activity for the past like eight weeks, nine weeks. Uh, a little over two months, and they just had a massive volcanic eruption. And if you guys want to just go look at the videos and some of the footage and pictures of this, it looks like something off of Mustafar, if you know what that is. Episode 3 of Star Wars, The Lava Planet. It looks unreal um, that so much lava would come out of such like a small island. Um, just, you know, if, if you're in Iceland, I know they were doing massive ev- evacuations and trying to keep people, you know, away from that. So hopefully everyone over there is okay. There weren't any, you know, lava-related fatalities. But um, no, the, I'm sure the... I know the earthquakes have killed hundreds over the past couple months, and that's just insane that such a small island attracts terrible disasters like that. And it was reported earlier this year to be one of the safest places on the planet. So that's a little just weird that that happened, like all this seismic activity happened after like a couple months of me seeing that article about Iceland. Um, A little like, I don't know, bro, I'm a fucking skeptic about everything at this point. Um, Next was Trump was attempted to be banned from the Colorado primary ballot. But uh, apparently, like I saw earlier today, the Supreme Court was like, nah, that's a joke. They threw the case out. So he's not banned from any primary. Um, more conflict is arising in the Red Sea. Iranian fighters are, are pirating vessels, stealing tons of cargo, uh, at a very abnormal rate. Uh, there was actually a couple drone, attempted drone attacks, not, not even attempted, but drone attacks on U.S. Um, ships as well is something I read, but no, no fatalities or anything, at least that we know of, um, that whole area of the world is insanely hot right now. And if I'm the American government, I'm just looking at that trend and I'm like, you know what? Maybe we halt our investments over there and start, you know, let's prop up our economy. Let's prop up our region of the world. Australia is a joke right now. Let's get those guys back on their feet. Let's start propping up Mexico, help them deal with the cartel. Let's actually tackle the war on drugs. But no. Let's send over $150 billion to Ukraine, a Nazi-friendly country, by the way, a, a country that actually helped the Nazis in World War II and still house Nazis to this day. 
and also has a former actor as their president. Is that not just telling? Um, and then obviously this whole shenanigans and obviously war crimes in the Middle East. And you could ask me, where in the Middle East, Trevor? Where are these war crimes being committed? Where are these human human rights crimes being committed? I could tell you legitimately the entire region, but I'm not trying to be funny. Um, Israel and the people of Gaza and Palestine, uh, it, it just, it's not going to stop until literally there's no one on one side. Uh, and you see that. You, you didn't get the memo, none of us did, but we, I mean, you just see it, bro. Like, I'm not trying to say anything too, too outlandish, bro, and we've said some outlandish shit, bro, but I think we're, I think we're witnessing a genocide. I mean, no one talks about how many people have died in Yemen since 2000. I mean, how many people died in Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, Syria, how many soldiers of ours, how many young Americans died over there, journalists, travelers, tourists, people of faith, innocent civilians, children, women. Uh, it's it's a disgusting number that, you know, even if you tried to tally it together from every source possible, it's probably still wrong. Um, but you know what? Instead, you'll get a kick-ass movie out of it in five years. Uh, I mean, we there are instances like... I mean, you think back of, like, I don't know if anyone knows about Benghazi or even remembers that story because I was, uh, I was a damn near preteen when this shit happened and it genuinely was a weird time because you heard the stories and you heard that, you know, Americans were being burned alive and then the uh, ambassador was being dragged through the street naked and people were, you know, doing terrible things to this man, you know, probably before death and um, they, it, it shows like that we aren't this country that people just don't understand. It's just, dude, people don't fucking like us. People just don't like America. If you're a third world country, you probably don't like America, probably for a good reason. I mean, the amount of governments that we have destabilized is kind of probably insane. I, I imagine after World War II, we just continued on that power trend, but I don't want to dive into that rabbit hole right now. I just think that it's a little bit scary that, you know, we're legitimately just sending billions of dollars to two countries that have, like, honestly never done anything for us um, in, in the long term or even just the short term thing um, or ideology set. I mean, when you talk about sports, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Like, I'm talking to Ukraine. What have they ever done for this country? What have they ever done for the people of the United States of America? I understand there's a lot of Jewish people in America. I do. I completely understand that. But what is happening on both sides? I mean, the, the kidnapping from, you know, on the side of Palestine to the just the bombardment of innocent civilians from the side of Israel. There's no innocent side in war. So trying to defend either side is stupid. It just is. It, it doesn't make sense. It's war. What you should be trying to fucking figure out in your head is why the fuck are we involved in it? If that if this is a religious war like people say, if this is truly religious or if this is based on the reallocation of Jews after World War II and people getting their homes stolen, if it's just that or if it's more, then, you know, I don't think that... <laughs> 
I don't think that setting a Claymore bomb off full of nails and small shrapnel pieces in a music festival full of teenage children is a good way to do things. I don't think bombing hospitals is a good thing. And I know Israel has tried to instigate peace talks many times, but it's to the point where like, they are so technologically way more advanced than the Palestinian government or the Hamas government or whatever you want to call them, the Hamas group of terrorists or extremists. Um, you, you really just got to sit there and wonder, like, they have the border secure. They clearly are just clearing out the land. They're just trying to take the land. They're seizing the opportunity to eradicate a problem. And the way they want to do it is that. It is fucking not something I want to pay attention to or watch closely. But in the real world, this has happened so many times throughout the course of history. I just really hope that no more innocent people fucking die. <laughs> and that's a, that's a bold statement for something that'll never happen because there's always going to be greed in the world and there's always going to be those kind of power struggles of ideology, religion, and governmental access, and militaries butting heads, but, you know, when it's something like hospitals getting bombed with people trying to take shelter, or you're watching old Jewish people getting kidnapped or butchered in the street, or even in the States, Jewish people getting harassed, beaten, cornered, and beaten, even killed in some instances now, it's so insane how influential this shit is. And it, it spreads. Hatred spreads. And it's an, it's just disgusting. It really is. Um, there was a earthquake in China, 127 dead as of the 19th of December. Those numbers probably did go up. Um, we do have an ammunition shortage no one's talking about. Uh, and it's honestly pretty much because the U.S. government has made it damn near impossible for companies to pretty much start up. I'm talking about munitions companies to start up and stay in business, but it's damn near impossible to hold a uh, a, a big-ass, I guess, stockpile of ammunition. I, there's, there's limitations and tons of paperwork now, and it's getting to the point where like we're probably going to be starting to see a shortage in retail markets with with ammunition and that's going to be a scary thought because America you know the whole point of America is citizens have their guns to put to pretty much keep the government in check that's what the, that's what it was intended for um and you know they take the one thing that you know keeps the fire out of your out of your blaster if you will it, it um it's not it's not encouraging it's it really isn't um, another also weird piece of uh, news that kind of popped out to me the past week was Meek Mill sounding off on Mark Zuckerberg uh, and his huge Hawaiian bunker. Um, apparently this bunker is like a doomsday kind of prep, you know, kind of massive facility underground that can maintain life after, you know, thermonuclear radiations and, 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 and huge explosions and it is pretty much a fail-safe for Mark Zuckerberg and whoever he deems is allowed in the door. Um, and Meek Mill was going off on Twitter saying, if y'all don't think something's going to happen soon, you're crazy, something's coming, so on and so forth. So just thought that that was pretty crazy. And, 
you know, just kind of wild and out of the blue that Meek Mill would be kind of popping off like that and kind of just making his thoughts known. And, you know, maybe, you know, I was a little worried that he was kind of a part of the Matrix. Anyone that kind of does that woke rap, I just don't really have much hope for. Mainly because I feel like it's brainwashed and the label is definitely telling you to rap about it. It's pretty much the same thing in movies uh, and TV shows. You know, your your producers want a certain agenda pushed or a certain amount of things covered and talked about per episode or per coverage or per screen time, whatever. And, you know, they got to do it or the producer is going to pull their cash and there you go. Um but, I mean, obviously way more serious than that. But it, it's a little concerning. It, it is. But um, I did want to kind of wrap up the episode on some something Matt Wallace was talking about on Twitter. A guy that Caden put me on. Shout out to Caden. Um, he kind of just speaks the truth or at least tries to cover it to the best of his ability. Uh, a free spirit out here for sure. Excuse me. Um, this is an exclusive report from Matt Wallace. Um, Bill Gates is crafting a master plan to use AI to interfere, inter- eh, to interfere in elections worldwide in 2024. That's the headline. Quote, it's clearer than ever now. AI can be used to improve access to education, mental health, and more. It motivates me to make sure this technology helps reduce and doesn't contribute to the awful inadequates we see around the world. That's a quote from Bill Gates. Bill is planning to use the AI to birth a dystopian future of equity over equality, a.k.a. modern-day communism. His 1984-style design puts a massive amount of power slash control in the hands of the elites. Quote, I believe the 2024 elections will be a turning point for both health and climate, says Bill Gates. Citizens from nearly 60 countries will head to the polls next year to elect leaders at all levels of government. Those countries are home to more than 4 billion people, which is more than half of the world's population. Bill Gates plans to use AI to mass brainwash people into voting for the woke uh, candidates uh, he supports. There is also a strong possibility AI will be be used to engineer another pandemic. The dates 2-9-327 and 4-14 appear many times in the leaked internal document next to strange encrypted wording pay close attention to what happens in coming months so obviously if you're cryptic you can probably figure out what document that that's referring to but Matt Wallace made some very bold statements there Um, and obviously that's Matt Wallace 888 on Twitter Um, if you guys are interested in kind of just checking out some of his content it is a little out there and wild sometimes but it kind of just kind of keeps you awake might be all fake i'm giving you a source that you can go check out and deem for yourself Um, i've had good luck with this source and honestly have learned a lot genuinely from following his account for almost two years now so it's definitely helped me through you know kind of finding some topics to talk about honestly politically and you know obviously just you know when it comes to some of the crimes and headlines going on in the world um but it is crazy that we're also potentially going to be seeing even more Jeffrey Epstein visitor logs in the first week of January. That's going to be insane if that actually does pop off and we get more names and more people that we're going to lose respect for. 
uh, for being, you know, even associated with that man. Um, the last thing I want to say, uh, real quick before I probably wrap up this episode is the border crisis, the Texas, Arizona, California, New Mexico border with Mexico is an absolute shit show. Fentanyl, prostitution, drug trafficking, it's all being exploited through that border. People are paying thousands of US dollars or their local currencies to the cartels to be smuggled to the border and the cartels are laughing about it. They're also smuggling drugs in with people and there's there's a whole network system that needs to be uncovered and tackled with the U.S. military. This is a war on the cartels. It needs to be deemed so. I firmly believe that. The cartels are killing young Americans damn near probably a, over, over, over a thousand in a week based on the drugs that are coming over that border. That is not 100% pure. If you're doing coke from, from a, a dude that's brought it over the Mexican border, it's probably not coke. It's probably been cut stomped on, bounced on 18 times before it reached you. Same thing with anything synthetic. If you're not doing anything organic or from the earth, you are probably doing something you don't think you're doing. So check yourself, especially if you're in the United States of America, because this this state is literally just full of prescription medication from CVS or Walgreens, or it's full of people doing cocaine, e or genuinely tons of meth. And I'm in Manatee County, Florida. We're, we're not too proud of those numbers here. Um, but obviously the mental health crisis as well as the drug crisis, being able to kind of coexist together with the fact that the border is genuinely wide open and allowing a massive door to be wide open for just open passage of drugs uh, into our youth's hands, pockets, bedrooms, veins, and to their carcasses if they OD. And uh, the numbers on ODs are just insane. I um, have a family member that deals with a massive amount of drug addiction, and you see what it can do to a person. It really kind of takes that person away from you, and they don't uh, see it that way because perspective is obviously when, you know, you have to try and put yourself in someone else's shoes and see what they're seeing, feel what they're feeling. But when you're so fucked up on drugs, you don't give a fuck about anything. You really don't. You just want to get high or want to get fucked up next. And if you have a nation full of people like that, you have a very weak nation of a nation full of, of lazy drug addicts. That's why all the workers need to come here. Come on now, you can't stop us now. You have a worker shortage. I mean, the problems are going to arise in 10 years when we see the damage from all this actually come to light. And it's going to disgust a lot of people. It's going to get a lot of people scared. You guys should be terrified now. The border looks like a genuine movie, like a war movie. Like there's tons of people tons of caravans, thousands of people in each caravan coming from Guatemala, from from Venezuela to wherever. It's a, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they're finding people from fucking South Korea, from Yemen, from you name it, from all over the world. International travelers literally just trying to get into this country, obviously to seek a better life and to seek asylum. And God, would I never want to take that away from a soul. No. But you got to come in the right way. 
because there's a long line of people that have been waiting years to get in the right way because of due process. But if you're going to do it your way and get caught, then that's on you. But we're not punishing those people right now with Biden. So you know what? You're pretty much welcome in, you know, but it really does harm, you know, the local border towns. It harms infrastructure. It harms culture. It harms a lot of these things. A lot of these people coming to this country, they don't know how to drive on American roadways and they can fucking kill someone. There's people fucking on college campuses getting stabbed and raped because people are just coming in and doing whatever the fuck they want. Stockholm is the rape capital of the world. Do you think that I would have said that 10 years ago? Absolutely not. They let a lot of Muslim immigrants in there. I'm not saying Muslim people are rapists. What I'm simply saying is there are bad eggs with a lot of different people. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. You're going to bring bad people with you no matter how many. There's going to be someone nefarious. It doesn't matter what type, who you are, what sexuality or gender you are. That rhymed. That was actually fire. But I, I really do believe that. I mean, you move a massive amount of people. There's going to be like 10, 15 criminals in like a 500 group of people. Those 10, 15 guys are going to go rob stores, rape, and do whatever the fuck they want. And that affects communities. Affects innocent people. Children. Mothers. God, I mean, it's, it's a domino effect. And people don't really think of the... The, the before and after, the, the you know, they don't think about that. And governments don't seem to because people in these suits just give a fuck about these trillion dollar bills that seem to get passed for no fucking reason and to no avail. Are my roads getting better? No. Are my libraries looking cleaner? No. Are my schools looking better? No. I mean, what what's improving that actually directly affects me? Gas has slightly gone down. It'll go up when it gets hot, as it normally does. But I mean, I'm just sitting back and think, I'm just thinking like, damn, like what the fuck, like what the fuck is this? Like hypocrisy. Like we, as Americans, we sit there and, you know, I granted we do have the, we live in the best place in, on earth, but we cannot sit here and also kind of just bash, you know, illegal immigration to that degree. Obviously, I do believe in due process, but there is a there is a point to where I do believe a lot of these move like these migration problems are caused by woke and liberal governments because they want to do the acceptance they want to change demographics they want to change culture they want to change behavior and we as a people should never have let our government invade the Middle East the way that we did. We killed so many innocent Muslim people, so many different types of people, women, children, husbands, workers, fucking just a random dude probably riding on his bike one day, bro. Like, just imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's just crazy to think about and the consequences of that. And no people should hate the other people because of their government's actions, but that's just how it is. It literally is how it is. But Americans also do have a reputation of just being fat and pretty oblivious, especially when they travel. So that's that's a stereotype that, you know, we'll let stick. But I mean, those are just stereotypes, but it's to the point where, like, there are certain countries in America you cannot travel to because you will probably just be fucking killed or kidnapped. You know what I'm saying? It's just because out of pure hatred because of what our government did to innocent people. You know, when they could have probably sent in calculated strikes or search teams or, you know, done it a better way, made a better call, you know, Instead of claiming there was weapons of mass destruction when there never was. 
there was just money for, for weapons contracts and maybe some oil too. And then you hand that off to Barack Obama and then he drops more airstrikes and drone attacks than any other president combined in his eight-year term. Just letting y'all know. That man killed a lot of people with drones. And the president decides when. They'll be like, Mr. President? Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. And that's how fucked up and cynical it is. You have the power of God. But I mean, any world leader does. But it's also a little concerning uh, from Matt Wallace's reports on some of these world leaders and the, the, the elections potentially being rigged. It's a little scary. And make sure you stay awake for, you know, obviously that particular reason. Make sure you are heard no matter where you are. Obviously, if there's a whole situation regarding, you know, law and shit, you know, I'm not saying if you're a woman in Saudi Arabia, stand up and slap your husband. Absolutely not. But what I will say is, you know, if you have the ability to dream, find that happy space, do it. It, it, uh, it'll take the edge off, especially if you're having a rough day. And we all have those rough days. That's for sure. But everyone out there, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I greatly appreciate all the support. Um, Seriously appreciate everyone for tuning into this Turn Up the News series. This is episode 20. Got a lot more to go, and uh, it's going to be exciting. But really, stay tuned for a lot more content, especially on the YouTube. Subscribe to Tea Time Reports on YouTube. Check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, uh, and our website, Tea Time Reports, everywhere as well. It's going to be greatly appreciated if you guys can maybe send us a little message or give us a little follow. This is Trevor. Stay awake. Stay safe. Take care.